Indeed, I was separated from my mother and father at birth. As my mom is white and my dad is black, St. Vincent de Paul Hospital in New York City in the 60s had black delivery rooms and white delivery rooms, so my father wasn't allowed at my birth. The day of my birth, the hospital officials told my mother I had some mental problems and was going to be looked at and treated. I was taken for three months and given special treatment. After three months and during an unsupervised visit, my mom took me from the garage area of the hospital where the black people were kept. near the horses and rescue vehicles of that time and ran away into the city limits and beyond to my father's place of birth. <clears throat> my first six years of life, we stayed hidden. My mom enrolled me at a PS school in New York City and I was sent to get shots and it was reported to the state that I enrolled in school and I was taken for three years and put in a foster home with the foster family until I was nine. And again, my mom took me during an unsupervised home visit and brought me to my father in a different state. When I was enrolled in school, I was deemed special ed and the school reported my location to the state and notifications and paper trails. And again, I was taken for evaluation and for attempting to run away. And I was caged for acting out and spitting out and hiding the meds. All of this was related to Tourette's and OCD and the Luvox and various meds like Haldol and Cogentin and how it was used, but not working with my twitches and vocal tics and causing many side effects. I had not broken any laws other than running away. The experience sucked. I made it home many times and have those memories. I acted out first by spitting the meds out because I was tired of the muscle spasms and having to go to the hospital because of my jaw being locked and because of being so drowsy. I was tired of being in the bright rooms with these people and so much talking. I did not like to be in a restraint chair. I only wanted to go to my father and mother. While in the state's custody, I inquired constantly about the day and time I could go home and was told that I didn't understand how things really worked. I started to run away from the centers. I was trapped by some men and brought back to the group homes. However, after three or four attempts, I made it home. My mom and dad put me and my siblings in a station wagon on top of bags of clothes and blankets. And we drove 3,000 miles to Idaho. I recall the whole drive and the issues of the day. My father with his Afro and black Afro pick sticking proudly up in his hair was welcome at my mom's house. However, that day or the next day, there was screaming outside the house and a truck circled my grandpa's house and some men were screaming, that nigger's gotta go. We all left and went to an Oregon pear orchard in the next state. My dad went to the freeway and left never to return. We stayed in that part of the country and my mom brought me to get shots for school. I remember much of that experience, I was 14. It took me, and I was placed in four different boys' institutions where I got my GD. And at 17, I was taken and caged in and studied for the next 15 years plus as a result of my acting out issues and different forms of punishment geared toward caging an out-of-control animal were used on me. Race-demeaning science and lists of meds were used to extract conformity upon myself and presently in 2020, over a million legal slaves here in the U.S. and around the world. The 13th Amendment clearly states this fact. 
There was a moment when I complied so much for so long that I eventually was deemed rehabilitated enough to be released from my cage. I immediately sought shelter. There was none. It had all been taken way before my birth. We, even after many years of compliance, are legally slaves and do not retain any of the rights that humans have. We have basic rights, like one hour of sunlight, if it's okay, with the owners of the land we're on. We only have a right to a bare minimum as prescribed by the federal government as prisoners, slaves, and never acquire the right to enjoy most of the Bill of Rights or the Constitution or right to vote without our captors' explicit approval needed in writing. I can never stand ready to defend myself or my family or land, and the list goes on.